Williams, wonderful world, alive, um, live and direct through the Facebook system, which everybody should be using. Everybody should be using this to communicate, but not everybody is, and that always puzzles me. Anyway, welcome to Williams' wonderful world. If you are tuning in, I hope the video and audio is going out fine for you. I'm G. This is Will. Say hello to the world. Hi. That was cool. And we're here to talk to you about uh, virtual reality and specifically the Oculus Quest system and its discussion and chit-chat based. You're not going to get any flashy graphics. You're not going to get any inserts of games. We just want to talk because that's where it's at. I know there's a lot of information out there which is like short, sharp shocks. You jump onto YouTube and type in virtual reality and you'll get all of these five and ten minute bang, bang, bang programs to give you updates on what's going on in that world. But we're taking a different approach. Slow and steady finishes the race. What do you think, mate? Hmm. Hmm, hmm says Will. The microphone's for your mouth, not for your forehead. <laughs> but, right. it's com but it's comfortable to rest my forehead on. Yeah. Um, so is a pillow at the end of the day. Um, maybe save it for that. Uh, we will see. Right. Um, it's Vader Immortal. We're going to talk about that because um, we've both played it through now. Um, part one. Um, a lot of cool stuff there. We might also chat about Pathcraft, which we experimented with yesterday. And then oh, we have the Beat Saber competition to talk about as well. And we might flip things around. Maybe we'll do the Beat Saber competition first because that's what is in my mind. So the young man here took part in Murray's first ever Beat Saber challenge a few days ago. Do you want to uh, do you want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, it was cool. Took place at the Murray River Church. Yep, yep. They had this big. They had this big old church in the center of town, and they had a big, like the biggest screen I have ever seen. No ever, projection. Ever, and it wasn't a projection. It was a screen, the biggest screen. I have I mean ever that seen. That wouldn't even fit there. It wouldn't fit on a wall in this room. It was so big, and they had the um, so they had the uh, the PC with the Oculus Rift. Yeah, that's headset. quite a flashy PC box. Oh well, the you know, gamers gamers like that. They like things that flash. I mean, fla flashing doesn't make it any better, but it makes it look I know cool. It was, it was blue and yellow all over. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they've got those glowing kinds of colors in them, but it just makes it sort of look nice, I suppose. But it doesn't make it perform any better. It's like those extra things you get for your car that make it glow or radiate or something. That It doesn't actually make the car move better, but it's kind of cool to look at. So um, so that's nice. So they, they had it in this big old church, which was the great space for it. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit more about the experience. It was nice. I didn't make it past round two. Um, yeah, but that's not something to be negative about because, first of all, there were... Experts who've been playing it for as long as the game has been launched? Um, maybe, yes. Uh, maybe that's true. But you have to look at the age ranges as well because um, there was you were the youngest, age 10, and there was up to age 24, I think it was. Is that right? Yeah. The, old, the oldest person was 24. And what's really cool for me is that across these age ranges, you can all play the same game. I think that's really cool because there's not many games that 24-year-olds and 10-year-olds can compete against each other at. Or I don't think. play and are almost just and are almost just as good as. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, and so we um, did a bit of preparation for it. We planned a little bit of practice each day in all the days leading up to it. We did a bit of background reading. We selected the songs. Yeah, I had to, cha- I had to change my list of songs there when I realized I was told some... Um, some of the rules I was told was wrong. Um, well, there was a little bit of misinformation, but you have to be prepared for that anyway, right? You yeah, have to be prepared so for that. Hey, remember our rule about Ben 10. Yeah, because you don't want to do that to the world, right? Because <laughs> that's what you've just done, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see? Uh, yeah. Yep. Remember the mic. The mic is for your <laughs> for your mouth, not for your head, <laughs> right? So let's get back to um the competition. So we did a bit of preparation for it. Uh, we read up and we practiced, and we did a little bit each day, and we tried to improve your score and find out which songs were the best songs to play. And and how was it? How was it on the night? How did you feel? Mm. Did you feel ready for it? Except there were some things I was not ready for. Okay, what were you not ready for apart from what you've already talked about? Not ready for the fact that I had to face off against a score of 792,000. And I can only do songs that get me about 600, 500,000. Practice, practice. You know know what I was really proud of? Not just the fact that you were the youngest in the competition and you still got past the first round and you didn't fail out like a lot of other people failed out. I was I was really proud of the fact that when you knew that you were going to have to risk everything to try and win, you risked everything. And I was sitting down in the audience watching whether you were going to click hard or expert. And you knowing that you could click hard and you could finish it, but not get enough points, but you could click expert and maybe risk not finishing it and losing everything. And I watched you click expert and I was like, oh my God, he's all in. He's going for it. It's do or die. Yeah. And then I was, then I, I, I got nervous watching you, especially during during the fast parts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then when you you know, and then the crowd got behind you as well, which was really cool, and they were clapping, and and then you got to the end of the song, and it was epic. But you you hadn't you didn't win against because it was a knockout. By three hundred. It was a knockout round, and it was going to be hard to beat the other guy. Um, but you did fantastically, and what is great for me is that you just didn't you didn't fail at all. Because you, you actually did better than you've ever done. And you can't ask for more than that. Actually, I think I've done the expert song at home. And made it through it. Yeah. Um, maybe. Only one time I made it through. Yeah, yeah, which is, <laughs> you know, it's not really an indicator of the fact that, that something can actually be done. I was amazed how many other people took risks, though, when they were playing and failed out. Quite a few competitors actually failed out instead of playing it safe and that was um, that was interesting for me and but I, but to me doing expert on the song reason for living was just as safe as doing the song beat saber on hard yeah it's, it's interesting how did you how did you feel after the first round when you got through excited yeah. And how did you feel after the second round? Annoyed. Mm. <laughs> That's a really good way to describe it. Um I think you're quite emotional, right? About it. I think. Maybe that was just the annoyance. But you got a certificate mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. I wish I'd wrote it through here. Uh don't worry about it. That's okay. That's okay. Um so, yeah, we took part in the competition. It was a lot of fun, and I recommend that... Uh, I try better and do it again next year? Well, I recommend that everybody everywhere organizes these little Beat Saber competitions. And, uh, but hey, I got in the top eight in the region. 
Yeah, and you're number one in the region for your age range, which is which is pretty cool. As far as we know, you're number one for your age range. So it's going to be hard to stay at that level as you get older because more and more people get involved and it becomes more competitive and people have to work at it. And it's not something that people will consider to be that important a thing to work at. But esports are the future of sports, though the world is changing. The e-games are next almost bigger know, than the Olympics. Next, next thing you know, there could be a Hyper Dash Championship. And now that Hyper Dash Alpha 2 has come out, um, that's a pretty amazing I've game. seen a lot more people playing that. Yeah, yeah, and it's also... With burst rifles and shotguns. Yep. I was wa- I was trying to think about because we, we talked about it before when the first Alpha came out. I was... Um, so the the game is um, Hyper Dash, and it's a sort of capture the flag, kind of shoot 'em up two teams game where you can play against uh, other players or bots. And I was trying to think, you know, what is it that makes it so cool? Because it's like not every game that you play and then you lose, you instantly want to play again. But this this game instantly wants to make you play again. You know why is that? What do you think? I think it's because the fast. I think it's kind of a fast action game that other people would do anything to play. Uh, yeah, it's the speed of the action. Kind of like my dream game, you know, like shoot, survive, take over. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's got all the little things that you need. It's got the, the different weapons and guns, and I like the fact that that that. You 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 can make a mistake and you can die and you can come back into the game really quickly, yeah. Yeah, and that's in like cool. less than three seconds. Yeah, which is which is what you want. You don't want to you know be focused on. Oh my god, you I just got shot. Waiting as long as you have to do in the game Akron. Mm. Does that does that take longer in that game? Yeah, it's like. It's like. What does that mean? Oh, the bar. You you wait for the bar to load up. Yeah. Yeah. That is really, really painful. Yeah. Well, there's nice little touches in uh, in Hyper Dash. You know, having the number of bullets at the end of the gun so that every time you look at the gun, you can see it automatically. You don't have to stare at somewhere else and the on the screen. golden aims. The golden aims. What, the sights on the guns? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And it also, it, it moves so fast and it's got different areas and different ways you can move around you can go on the rail or you can you can uh i go on the rail and i survived longer when i saw an enemy and started bouncing around like crazy well i like the fact you get to try different things during the games like you can go like i'm gonna charge into the enemy and see if i can shoot them and then no, that's what you did and you died instantly you died shot by a rocket launcher yeah it's fun. sniped by somebody there's all those different elements to it where you can you can charge in or you can hide somewhere and you can wait for people and I like doing the nice. sniping in the capture flag thing. Yeah, and they got those those game modes. They got the capture the flag. They've got uh, payload. The payload game, which is my my favorite for some strange reason, and I don't even understand why I like it. I just like the whole concept of you got to get something from one side to the other side. And yeah, plus they've upgraded the wrist things. Yeah, so you, so you can you see look on down the, yeah. time, how much boost you've got, oh your li- is your life. Mm-hmm. In in the capture the flag, it's got how long your team has been harboring the flag, mm-hmm. and in the payload, it shows you how far the payload's gone if you're on the blue team or if you're on a red team, mm-hmm. how dangerously close you are to death. <laughs> yeah, that's also. That's also true. Um, it's just a fun, fast-paced... Fun, fast, crazy, awesome shooter. Yeah, good way to dis- to describe it. It's, it's very cool. And that's the part of the beauty of the the quest at the moment is the ability to sideload games which are not official, but you can test them out and give feedback to the developers. That's a really nice element that's you know, there. I think HyperDash is amazing. Why did, the, why did they never let HyperDash onto the Oculus Store? Um, well, there might be a number of reasons. Number one might be, it's from their perspective, Mr. Ben 10, <laughs> it's not finished. 
Um, it might be that the store has rejected it because that's happened where they've said, no, we don't like this game. It doesn't make any sense to me, but there's a little bit of politics involved, right? Because there's a lot of money to be made. You get a game on the store. A hyperdash could make a lot of money. Well, theoretically, it could. You get you get a game on the, the store and you get, say, 2,000, 3,000 people to download it and they're paying £30 a time. Um, my math is not that good, but that's quite a bit of money. It's enough money to, uh, to, you know, to get you to try and build another game and, you know, build on the brand, maybe have another version of the game, maybe have different environments for the game. That's the other great thing about the Quest. With, with games being online now, it means they can be updated. Like when you bought a game in the past, that was it. The whole game was on the 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 disc or before that the tape or whatever and you couldn't upgrade it. Now that the games are online, you can get these automatic downloads that upgrade the games which give you new things. Yeah, new you've updated elements. the Vader Immortal Dojo. And well, to me, no, in that well, I didn't really update it. I just unlocked because I, I played I I played it so much that <laughs> that I unlocked the extra areas. Like you can unlock extra lightsabers yeah, I, I I unlocked the dual lightsabers and yeah. different colors. Yeah, yeah, and you can unlock uh, different arenas to play in. Mm. Lots of different elements that you can you can do with that. So that that's the good thing about using the the online games, and and it's also great for the it's great for the players as well because after playing for a month, maybe you're getting a bit bored of the game, but then suddenly they'll release a, a new scene or new characters or new elements that you can use. And that's pretty cool. I like the Vader Immortal 3 Dojo more than anyone else. More than yeah, any other one. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that eventually. Because, you know, sideloading is... Uh, it's a bit of a hassle the first time you set it up. But once you've got it set up, you can then um, you can then test out the developer games. Uh, we tested a game yesterday, in fact. Um, we Pathcraft. tested Pathcraft. Which... Oh, you go... Give us a description. What, what is it like? Pathcraft. If you want to desperately annoy yourself, feel free. Yeah. <laughs> well, wh why was it annoying then? Explain that. Every time when you think you've just got it right, you miss out one little detail and the whole thing fails. Yeah, Mr. Benton. Um, well, it's just they put you back. If If you make a mistake, it punishes you by putting you back to the start of the level. Which I don't like personally, um, but that's the challenge, isn't it? Anyway, the the game we haven't talked about what the game is. It's it's a robot that follows a path, and you have to move blocks to make sure that it collects lanterns as it goes automatically around this path. So basically, you move the blocks around, and as you move the blocks around, you clear pathways for the robots, and you. Um, you block up other paths so the robot doesn't fall off the side of this structure or fall, th fall through the holes. And you have to, sometimes you have to move the blocks really quickly because you don't have enough blocks to solve all the problems. So you've got to yeah, take blocks from one problem. Like, uh, now, he's go now he's going through there, so... Done. Yep, yep, yep. And that's you know, that's part of part of the fun is, is having to do things quickly and to think on your feet. And it's it's one of those immersive games that puts you right in the middle of the puzzle. I made it past I made it past a level that mum couldn't get past. Uh yep. And kids do that, don't they? They they, they upgrade their skills faster than the parents can keep up. Um so yeah, you're you're at the age now where you're doing that, right? You're beating me at Beat Saber you're beating mom at the puzzle games. Um, you know, you're better than us at those elements. Um, still some things you could improve on, but, uh, but uh, you know, getting a handle on the games is pretty much a good handle for life. Like we were talking about with driving with mom earlier, right? Mm -hmm. And I was saying that if mom drove more of the simulator games, that it might help her with things like passing her driving test. Yeah, she could get like... Ex she gets like a extreme driving simulator, uh, or driving simulator San Francisco or New York, whichever version, mm -hmm. and you could switch it to the view where you're inside the car. Yep. And use the buttons to move around, or I think there might be a mode where you can like 
tilt the tablet or mm-hmm. use a wheel that appears on the tablet. Yeah, or um, you know, just use the use the use the actual wheel with the Xbox. You know, that's you know what, what could be more real than that? It's got the pedals as well. It's good. Yeah, monkey drive driving through Europe in that game. Um, no, she could. It, well, in Horizon Two. Well, she could try. She could try those different things, and then there's a variety of different games as well, and they they all give you different experiences. So, um, it's not it's not going to have a negative effect on your driving unless you think that it's exactly the same. It's not exactly the same, but there are you know there are crossover skills. I like PGR four. Yeah. Well, we have to do that again at some point soon. PGR four allows you to ride as a motorbike using a car wheel and pedals. Yeah. There's not enough time for everything. It's a bit crazy. It's got like a misty London or sound or sunny South Pacific or something like that. Mm, mm, lots of cool stuff. Yeah, and now people are um, people are backdating the games now with VR. So they're taking games like they were very big, like a GTA Five, and they're making it VR related now. So I mean, it, in Rec Room, it's like. In Rec Room, it's like they've taken Roblox and put it in VR. Um, yeah, basically, and the VR is fun, right? Mm, yeah. The VR, th- it it's fun to be immersed right in the middle of the game. Yeah, it's it, it's just it's just nice to be there. It's just another dimension where you're not looking at the the, the flat screen. You've actually got it all around you it's called complete immersion and it's 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 just different it's, it's just different and um you know looking back at the history of the vr we watched that documentary right yeah do you, do you remember uh elements from that document if i i need to take that documentary i need to post it on on different forums because it was so good apparently there are two different headsets right now that well, seem to be big there's one that has like cam that has like little dents all over the front, but those aren't dents; those are actually cameras inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's there's the the Oculus systems, the Go, the Rift, and the Quest, and then there's HTC Vive, and then there's PS What's the Go? VR, I've never heard of it. Okay, the Go was the first version of the Oculus headset. Uh, it's called the Oculus Go. It was the headset, as you know, the headset. But there weren't two controllers. There was just one controller with, uh, I don't know if it had one or two buttons on it, or one controller and one button. So it w- there was just one hand controller for it. So it was much less immersive, and it was first and experimental. And you, you could, you, so you couldn't completely control what was happening within the games. You only had a little bit of control, like like with a joystick. Um, and so you couldn't have like two guns or anything like that. But it, it was the first version. And I think Oculus Quest is the best of the best. Well, in terms of gameplay, it even rhymes. Oculus Quest, best of the best. It does rhyme. There you go. Marketing slogan for you. Um, so, what are we talking about? Um, mm. Why why those systems are the best? So yeah, well, I wanted to point out that the Quest is great for gameplay. What it's not, and it's got that full. It's not. There's no cable attached, so you've got complete freedom. So you're not going to trip over anything, which is great. But it it has slightly less graphic fidelity, though. So the 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 images are slightly less good than in the other types of headsets, where the images are slightly higher resolution. And if you're, you know, tuned into that kind of thing, it can make a difference. When I was trying to download some X Men films, I saw something crazy. Um, is this something that we can talk about here? Is this something which is... If you something, if it, if you want to know how crazy it sounds. Okay, let's go down that road. Let's explore that. Please continue. A 21 gigabyte film that's 2,160p. Uh, that sounds impossible. What, 2,100... Wait a minute. No, 1080. 2,100... Well, that's just like twice 1080 almost. I mean, that that's that, that would be like... What would it be like? It's not even... That's not, not even 4K resolution. So, I mean, that's that doesn't make... That doesn't make sense. That sounds like a... 
corrupt file or a virus to me. But um, yep, definitely. It was uh, probably designed to take up space since it was twenty-one point five gigabytes. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to look into the files that you're downloading and understand what they are and realize whether that it's you know from a trusted source or whether it's something that's corrupt or whether it's something that's legal or illegal because there's a lot of laws now and you don't want to cross over too many borders or boundaries and you don't want to first of all you don't want to you don't want to be corrupting somebody else's business by sharing like say say i pay for a file and i download it you don't really want to be offering that to everybody else for free as a as a service to them because because the, the system's not going to grow if people don't invest in it in some way but that's specifically for new technologies but then again some people choose to give their stuff away for free and that's kind of cool because that spreads the word and how did microsoft start microsoft started by having its software pirated the reason why microsoft was used so much everywhere one of the reasons was that it was very easy to copy and that which people can copy, they can share. And, you know, we're creatures of habit. And if something is simple for us to do, we copy it and, and share it. Um, but originals are originals. And we need to support people can who produce Stop. original ideas. Yeah, you want to move on? Yeah. You had to talk into the mic then. Move yeah. on. <laughs> move on. Right. So we've um, we, we've skipped on a couple of different topics. Uh, we... Uh, we we got onto Pathcraft. Recommend Pathcraft. Sideload it. Um, it's it, it's it's quite an interesting, fun puzzle experience, and the main the main aim of the game that we want to talk about is we want to talk about uh, Star Wars Vader Immortal. Yeah, I found out the whole plot. I found out the whole plot in the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you've done the whole parts, but we're only talking about the first part today. So let's stick okay. to that. Um, so what it is? There's two sides to the game. On the first side of the game, there's a story that you play through. And the second side of the game, there's a dojo where you can learn lightsaber skills. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says, mm-hmm. Okay. So do you want to talk about, do you want to take one of those and talk about them? I'd like to talk about the story. Okay. Yeah, do it. Do it. You go for it. Okay. It's cool. Action sometimes a bit terrifying. Like a moment where you're standing 10 feet away from Darth Vader and a very powerful being. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes you're even closer, right? Yeah. Like you've got the Darth Vader in your face. Yeah, he's like... He's like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got a... Then we've got a robot admiral. Yep. Do you remember his name? The robot. What are you talking about on the ship at the beginning? You're with a robot. You're with the robot admiral. Is that the robot? Cyborg. That you, is that yeah. the one that floats around? No. No. See, I, I, that's I'm the. Because sure. the one that floats around is called Zoe or something. Yeah, it's. I think it's zero. Z o, three seven maybe. Uh, I don't. I can't remember. I just I call it Z. Okay. Okay. Z. Yeah. Um, well, there's a number of different characters. Well, tell us, tell us the story. What is the story that you play through in that game? Story of trying to stop Vader from doing something that could ultimately destroy Mustafar or make it a lava mine forever. Mm. What about the gameplay elements of it? Did you enjoy walking around in the game and solving the puzzles? Mm, yeah. Mm. What was the most difficult puzzle? I'm Oops. not sure any of them was pretty difficult. I mean, the easiest one to solve was in the third one. It's like... Yeah, is it, are we still talking about the first episode, though? Yeah, first, right. First episode. Okay, stick to the first. Because it's got, it's got three parts. And the hardest yeah. one was trying not to freak out and totally lose my grip while climbing a wall. Yeah, those... those yeah, th- 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 those are nice elements. Those are nice elements. And there's a, it's. I'm not sure if I totally like this story Somebody's element joined. mixed with what's that? Will somebody's joined? Someone's joined. Ah, Eggie has joined the conversation. 
<laughs> we're talking VR. It might not be something you have much experience of, but what do I know, right? So there you go. Um, if you've got any questions uh, for myself or Will, then uh, write them in the questions section. We'll be very happy to uh, tell you what we know, um, give you advice. Um, <laughs> give advice? You can give advice. Will gives good advice. He gives better advice than me sometimes. Um, although we do clash heads from time to time, right? Hmm. But that's that's inevitable. As Will gets older, he gets stronger and more powerful and more intelligent, and he threatens my authority. Not really. We're all equals. So, um, what were we talking about? Vader, Star Wars thing. Now, it's sold. I, I checked online. Yeah. And I, I wasn't wasn't looking for this information, but I was I was scrolling down Oculus information online, and the number one selling game on the Oculus Store right now is actually Vader Immortal. I think it's sold more than Beat Saber. Yeah. Even though Vader Immortal isn't sold, but it gets it along with Beat Quest. Ah uh, yes, they they ah okay, so maybe it hasn't sold more because they gave it away for free. With that's interesting. That's interesting. Well, I can check it on my phone because that's how things work. Because you you load everything up in the headset from your phone, so I can go straight to the Oculus Store on my phone and just click one button, and I can not find any information that I want. <laughs> okay, there we Sounds go. Sounds like you have to click quite a few buttons. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't, I swear it had a list of how many it was how many it was downloaded, and now it can't find it. Now I can't find it because I'm a list by view by recent comfort. I was looking at it yesterday, and it had a list of how many versions of each one had been downloaded, and now it doesn't have that. So obviously, I don't know what I'm doing. Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, there you go. Forgive me. Forgive me. Th look, it doesn't have it now. It had a list of... Yeah, I know, I'm sidetracked. I'm sorry. It's all Aggie's fault right, for joining in the conversation. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, I was talking about the immersive story thing, right? I'm not, I'm not sure I... <laughs> I like the fact that there's a bit of story, there's a bit of film, and then there's a bit of game, and a bit of story, and a bit of film. But but you like that, right? You enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Tell us why you like it. I like it because... Wait, stop. What happened to your hair? What happened to your hair? <laughs> it wasn't gelled up. You were supposed to gel up your hair so that you looked super cool. I mean, you look super cool anyway, but you're supposed to gel it up. Did you forget? Mm -hmm. Did you forget? Yeah. yeah. Okay. As a parent, you'll appreciate this if you're a parent out there. When you ask your kids to do one thing and only one thing and they forget to do the one thing, it's really frustrating. Anyway, it doesn't matter because <sighs> you look cool anyway. So there you go. Anyway. Boom. You're going to tell us why it's cool to have uh, this immersive film and then gameplay in the process. Well, because it's like you're the main character sort of thing. So half the time I've, I keep wanting to punch Vader in the face. And when I get to a Vader close-up scene, I keep forgetting to because he's so scary. Uh, it's interesting. Well, that frustrates me when this, when it turns to like a like like a cinematic part, and you have to just kind of listen to the characters, and I want to sort of jump around and do things. Also, you can't really fail in the game because you it's a story. Really, you can't really die in the game. You can't you can't really die because then the story won't continue. So, um, so that means that you're sort of destined to kill all the robots anyway, and that they won't really kill you, as far as I can work out. I guess that part was kind of designed to freak out the players. Yeah. Although there's this really cool scene where where the stormtroopers first appear and they're chasing you and you jump onto that hover thing and and, and you got to deflect the bullets start, back. 
and your robot starts to fiddle with the controls while you have to you have to fend off the troopers using your lightsaber. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's a really cool scene. And then the the sort of ship takes off or the the platform takes off, and you sort of float across to to the next level, and you can while look down. While the stormtroopers stay behind, like, hey, what about us? Yep, 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 yep. I mean, it's it's really well done in that respect. And it is pretty creepy at various points, like like when you're when you're secretly listening into Vader's conversations. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. Um, so, the the way it's done is is nice. I'd like to see more gameplay involved, and you play through the story pretty quickly. How long is it? Like twenty minutes, and you're you're finished it. Yeah, twenty minutes is probably around your average Star Wars Rebels episode. Yeah, okay. And that's how long it takes to play the Vader Immortal story part of the game. It, it's nice. It's very well done. Um, and it, it makes you want to try the second part as well, which is you know, how it all works out, which is kind of cool. And the second part makes you want to try the third part. And then the yeah. third part has an awesome ending. Yeah. And because it's been the most downloaded, then um, you know, I think they're probably going to look at doing more of that in the future. Um I wanted to say something else about it. What did I want to say? Oh, oh the code. The, the <laughs> I keep saying coder dojo instead of lightsaber dojo because um, of that class that we go to. Um, <laughs> anyway, so there's a dojo, and this is the coolest part for me. There's a dojo where you get a lightsaber and you get to f- practice your lightsaber skills against Vader's trainer bots. Against Vader's trainer bots. Yep, uh, which are sort of robots and um, little spheres that fly around and shoot lasers at you and uh, you know it's fully 360 degree interactive and you need to have your sort of wits about you to play the game and survive and there's like a hundred levels which is so cool because you can almost play like through through infinite levels of the game which is really nice the third episode of Vader Immortal probably has the coolest dojo yeah but we're only talking about the first one today okay like you have to hold it for two more podcasts. <laughs> at, at least, at least, because there's there's now so much cool stuff being released officially and unofficially that uh, it, it's really really hard to keep up with everything. Um, so I prefer the I prefer the dojo with the lightsaber thing, and you prefer the main story. I think, yeah, and that's kind of cool. So there are lots of different possibilities for. Uh, there was uh, one part in one of the three episodes when I realized just how short Vader is. Mm, what do you mean by that? I mean, he comes down to strike me. Oh, well. And then You can't stop talking about the final fight, can you? You can't stop. No, you're so excited about it. You can't stop talking about it. Mm. No, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to like it and be excited about it. I'm just... Um, I'm I'm interested in. I'm, look, I'm looking Why at the screen over there, and apparently this mic part is blended in with my hoodie. Um, apparently you keep forgetting to talk into the mic as well. Oh. <coughs> Sorry. That's that that's okay. I just have to consistently do my parenting thing, which is just repeat the same information again and again until it until it until it sinks in. Yeah. So um. So Vader Immortal, um, do we recommend it? Do we think it's a good game? Do we want to give yeah, it a rating? It is good, unless if you don't like like quick action stuff and you prefer butterflies and rainbows, go for something more peaceful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very dark game, isn't it? It's very dark. It's a bit scary. I imagine the girls would be scared by it. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, it feels like a. See this big thing in front of your face with this fuzzy thing on top. Yes, yes I know, I see it. Okay, that's. I'll try to eat it. That's yeah. Um, if you imagine it's a big ice cream, then you'll probably <laughs> keep your mouth closed. Stop licking the mic. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, disgusting. <laughs> right. <laughs> funny, funny, funny guy. Right. Funny yeah. guy. So, um, uh. Are you going to give it a rating? Are you going to give it a, a mark, a grade? To me, it's a result. 10 out of 10. In beat wow. saber grades, I would give that 
and beats different grades, I would give that double S. Double S. So, um, yes, <laughs> there's, there's a new standard of excellent. Um, double S. So, yeah, you, I'm... I'm I'm amazed it gets ten out of ten from you, but that's really cool. It gets about six out of ten for me because I I I'm not I don't know. It's just it's great, but it's just not me. But I can see why other people love it, and that's so cool. I'd like to see a version of it that's all gameplay and very little story, because I don't think that wouldn't that that wouldn't be very entertaining for people like me. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to keep everybody happy. I mean, you've got one game. How do you? Well, maybe you could. What developers could have pure gameplay version and then gameplay story version, and then maybe just complete story as well. You know, you could. Yeah, you can get like a, a film VR. You could get like a film book VR film slash game and full mm. on game. Well, yeah, the tie-ins, but the trouble is when you when you're trying to do a big branding thing, and you're focusing a little bit on book, a little bit on film, a little bit on I don't know whatever other media toys you're producing and games, then the game is usually less good because you're trying to focus on such a wide variety of things. Because most most films, most not all, but most films that have games connected to the films, the game is only averagely good. The great, the great games don't have connections with films because they're purely focused on the gameplay and selling the game. The Golden Compass is... The Golden Compass is based on a film, based on a book, a video Ye- game. Yes, and that makes my point because I think the game is only average from what I've Bo- seen. The, the book sounds like it's going to be like a long, very little words sort of crazy thing, like Charles Dickens Tale of Two Cities, which I tried to read but couldn't make any sense of. Yeah. Well, maybe that's something that you'll... the film kind of makes it more cool and understandable, and then the game makes it more fun. Yeah, they all add their different uh, aspect or element to it, and uh, you know, I like... I always like audio versions of things because it still allows me to use my imagination. I can use my imagination to imagine the places where the characters are and how they look and yeah, how like they I interact. I read Trials of Apollo and when they're like in some kind of small park woods with decaying ghosts, I'm like, square park wood, snowy pe... Wait, no, uh, snowy... I'm just gonna go for peach trees and snowy peach trees. That's interesting. And everything is covered in snow. The grass is blackish. Crashed car in the corner. And Three what's, what's this from? It's a book. Okay, which book? Trials of Apollo. Is that the uh, is that the Rick Riordan or is that yeah, Rick Riordan. Okay. Okay, and that's the same as and the um, Lightning Thief Percy Jackson yeah. series, or similar. And a lot more book series, like Kane Chronicles, or or the Magnus Chase series. Mm, a lot of books in that series. Good books. You recommend them. You like them, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah? What's, what's cool about those books? The way they have action, jokes... Crazy stuff smooshed together. I like the house of... (laughs) Smooshed together. (laughs) Uh, Like blended, mixed together, right? Smooched together. I like that. (laughs) I like the house of Hades part where somebody stabs this guy, this god or titan or somebody like that who's just a pure black hole. Ouch. Mm. Somewhere... I wouldn't want to spoil it for you. Okay, okay. Anyway, um, who's the writer of those? Rick Riordan. Oh, he's the writer. Right, okay. I thought that was the hero character. That shows what I know. I know nothing, right? But that's a good place to start, um, knowing that we don't know. Um, so we've covered Pathcraft. We covered the Beat Saber tournament. We've covered Vader, Immortal. 
Um, anything else on your mind VR related or game related recently? Anything else that's uh, cropped up? Anything I else like you want to? Crossy Road. Ah, I like the Crossy Road VR. Oh, yeah. Is that what it's called? I can't I remember what it's called. I can't remember. So, okay, so um, there used to be a game called Frogger, which used to be a frog and used to jump across the road without getting splatted, you know, by the cars. And it's a bit like that, except it's VR. So you just kind of run your arms up and down and you'd run across the road without getting run And it plays over. weird music. And it plays weird music. And it's incredibly simple, which shows you that you don't need to be really, really and complicated to And the cars slowly make. speed up over time. Yeah. Doesn't I didn't notice that until I saw the percentage of speed written down. Mm, okay. Yeah, does li- little things make big differences. Little things and I found out that if I do like small arm waving stuff like this, mm. that gets me across the road slowly. But if I do this, mm. that makes me do like jumps across the road. Ah, okay. It's interesting. But the, the key principle is that it doesn't have to be complicated for it to be good. The game is very, very simple huh? and it's very, very addictive. And that is Something just, that, something that is just cool. played through the speaker. And that is I very think cool. somebody may have accidentally played something through in the kitchen. Um, what happened, Will? Mr. Ben 10? The, the, some, some music was starting to play through the speakers. Then it switched off. Somebody must have accidentally switched something on through in the kitchen. Yeah, people in the kitchen are forever playing music through the bedroom speakers. which <laughs> By <is> accident. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing how accidents can become repetitive actions. Uh-huh, there we go. Um, so what should we do next? What what should we review next? What do you think would be a cool topic uh, to talk about? Uh, maybe, maybe we could do that. If it wasn't Vader Immortal, what would be your second choice? If it wasn't Vader Immortal... Uh-uh. Is that a difficult one? Yep. Yeah. I'm really enjoying the Audica game. Where you got the blasters and you have to hit the targets to the rhythms. And I'm enjoying it because I sideloaded lots of personal music so I can listen to my favorite songs and blast away. Blast away to the beat. And it's it's fun and challenging. And uh, I think there's a lot of potential for improvement in that game in the future. And the developers released a program so that you can not just sideload your own songs that you like but you can actually create maps and patterns for your own songs so you can pick a song that you like that no one else has done and you can create a map for it um and then then load it up online yourself uh, obviously it takes a bit of time to do it but uh um it's kind of a fun activity because i got this got these songs in the back of my mind that I thought that would be a great song to play in that game and i'm not sure that i've uh, got the time to Sort it out. <laughs> it's the final countdown. Do, 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 do. Yeah, and don't forget the flying disco balls. <laughs> yep. There's the coolest games always have Ben 10 flying disco balls. <laughs> right. I wasn't even trying to. No. Okay. Well, there you go. You know, some things are automatic. Some things are not. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, look at that. Um, we've, d- we've, we've done it. We've done it. We've done a review once again. We did half an hour and we've exceeded our limit. We, we, we did. We did. Cause we've got a lot to talk about cause a lot of things have happened and that, that's kind of cool. Uh, communication about important topics is important. You know, that's not a tautology. Um, it's, you know, it's the way it is. Right. <sighs> um, so are you tired? Yep. What have you done today to be tired? Huh? Tell me. What have you done today to be tired? Sit around. Is that tiring for you? Okay, I'll make you run around then. I'll uh, run to the shop and get us some stuff. Uh, when the rain stops. M- did that this morning. Did you go to the shop this morning? Did you? I think it was. <laughs> I think that you don't know what day it is, mate. I'm pretty sure that you did not go to the shop this morning. Although I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty did sure I that get was cream. I think you did that yesterday. Oh. Uh, uh. I'm losing track of time. Uh, uh, there, there, there you go. There you go. Um anyway, it's uh 
good day from uh, slightly overcast but still light uh, and rainy Scottish Sometime through the episode, if I was staring over there, then I was staring at the beach. I know, I know. It's very hard not to stare at the beach. The waves are very hypnotic and the sound is kind of golden and beautiful and yeah, it's just a it's just a nice thing to see. It makes me want to go dune jumping. Yeah. Well no, no, nothing stopping you except the extremely high tide, which has caused and floods the everywhere. And possibly locked doors and the broken bridge. Well, if you can get through all the puzzles in those games, I'm pretty sure you can find a way around all these types of problems. But yeah, uh, like I, like to get through the window, I could just find something key-shaped, stick it in, and slowly figure my way around turning it. You could if the windows actually opened in this place. The trouble is because we live next to the sea, they've rusted due to the salty sea air, and they don't completely open properly anymore. But that's life. Tralala. Um, anyway, thanks for tuning in. Um, um, I don't expect many people tuned in because um, I know this is not a format that uh, other people really go for, but uh, it's a format that's important to us. So we want to share our experience with you. Uh, leave your comments. Uh, feel free to connect um, at any point in time, anywhere. Will, thank you very much for your ideas, your enthusiasm, your time and your energy in our conversation today. I really appreciate it. Do you have a final message for the people out there? Playing Breeder Immortal. If you're playing Breeder Immortal Dojo and the game tells you to focus, just focus on everything around you and stop focusing on the saber. Uh, so that's like use the force, Luke. Let it guide your actions. It's like. It's like. Oh, look! Train- training pod. Blast lasers. Wave hand. Mm, I'm not sure I understand that instruction, but it'll probably mean something to somebody out there. There we go. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, say say bye to the people of the world. Bye. Okay, guys. Um, we'll be back again, um, hopefully with another little uh, um, virtual reality um, ditty conversation chit-chat. Um, real soon, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have an absolutely fantastic day.